Hello everyone, this is Songs from a Room, an intimate singer-songwriter showcase where I, Bob Palos, invite very talented artists to the podcast for a one-on-one. We'll learn a little about each artist, what inspires them, what brought them to play the music they play, and the moments that led them to write the songs they wrote. Then finally, to play me a song from a room. Hey, well, we're live here in uh, the apartment of Tatiana Kalko. That's right. Yeah, it's really weird doing this conversation in my apartment. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's not really mine, so... Yeah, I said your landlord is uh, yeah. uh, an older woman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's a piano teacher. Okay. And so there's a... Yeah, it's a very musical house. Mm, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can tell her age by like the teacup I'm holding. <laughs> <laughs> there's some very... There's like woman a, loves tea. She's Russian. I yeah. really love tea. Uh, well, we're here to listen to your music, find out uh, about you and a little about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, Always learning. Yeah. Tatiana Kalko. Where does that name come from? It's Russian. Well, it's I'm from Belarus, but the last name Kalko is Ukrainian. I um, mean, there might have been some migration. It's all, we're all very close. Yeah, the Soviet circles. Um, it's growing. Yeah. You're, oh, sorry, you mean like within New York? Yes. So like, uh, are you, you're from Belarus, uh, so do you, you have a pretty American accent. Do you like move here young or? Yeah, I moved in, in, well, okay, so I was five when I mm-hmm. moved. I was like, do I say when that was? Um, <laughs> I was five. Never feel comfortable with. <laughs> it was after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Okay, yeah. And so we were really fortunate that there were visas and there, were, you know, there was a way out. And we already had family in Philadelphia. Okay, so yeah. So they called us over, and the process was pretty fast at that, you know, at that time. Yeah, you kind of got on the express route. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Took the plane. I remember I threw up on the plane. Oh yeah, was, why was it? Or just was a rocky ride, or I what? guess, and just like nerves. Uh, yeah, you know? it's a lot going on. Yeah, and then I started, I or I ended kindergarten. Like I started like the last month of kindergarten here, and then just yeah, really, it's like that weird, quiet kid in the corner that just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, totally, with like a plaid skirt, and um, I remember the one moment in kindergarten where I drew or I colored an elephant. Um, Blue, and they were every, the kids were like, "It's gray, it's yeah, a gray knows, elephant." I don't know what Russian elephants are like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made fun of me, and uh, that yeah. was a traumatic. Yeah, I mean, that's their first experience. Of the right, is just a sh- how shitty humanity is through like the eyes of a dumb five year old kid. Uh, then once you start like felt felt like you you felt like you're fitting in like an American, or do you feel like did you ever feel like that or? Mm, that's a good question. Mixing. When did you mix? I guess because I grew up in in Northeast Philly, and there was a it was a big it was a diverse population. Yeah. There were a lot of Russians. There were a lot of Indian and Pakistani. I, yeah. There were like all sorts of people there. The city so, diversity is there. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I like I had to be American. Okay. Or, you yeah. know. Like, it was just normal to be of an immigrant family. Um, but I definitely wanted and I felt a lack of American culture growing up 
because at school, like everyone would have the Lunchables and oh, yeah. they would have, you know, they'd just be so just such these yeah. American values and traditions. I want that cellophane wrapped garbage. <laughs> yeah. I did have the Capri Sun though. Okay. Yeah. That. Kicked and screamed enough. <laughs> yeah. But I remember so many lunches I would just bring home because I was ashamed Yeah, actually, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't really eat, um, yeah, like Russian food at home and oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What so? What would that? What's like a, a a family regular meal that? Oh, it's like a three course meal. You have soup. Mm-hmm. There's like all sorts of vegetable soup. Borscht being the most popular, mm-hmm. which is actually I guess Ukrainian, but who took it? Yeah, I mean, I've had Polish borscht. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, borscht is the start. Then the entree. Yeah, then the entree, you you gotta have some like a grain, like a buckwheat, or um, like a macaroni with a meat. Mm-hmm. Um, Typically, it might be even some like like a liver. Oh yeah, right, the good stuff. Yeah, beef like a patty kind yeah. of thing. Um, Catlieta. Okay. Kind of like a meatball. Um, oh, is that some like veggie? One, is that is that the one that's wrapped in cabbage or? No, oh, that's, that's that's a thing too. Yeah, it's like a cabbage leaf with um, halukis. No, I think it, that could be Hungarian. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't know that word actually. That's my galupci. That's what it. Galupci. Uh, that sounds very similar. Halupci, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's probably like you know. I just I had a Hungarian uncle, so I remembered. Mm. Uh, my aunt would make halukis for him. And maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong too, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Language mm-hmm. and how it travels. Do you feel like that uh, Russian culture then influences your music a lot? Rhythmically, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, there's... Sometimes, because it's kind of, it, sometimes it does have like an oompa oompa. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a waltz mm-hmm. uh, rhythm, there's a, a swing. And if you listen to a lot of Russian like bard singers which are kind of the traditional folk yeah singers um there's a certain twang to it certain chords um it's almost like a blues style but um there's a certain pattern mm-hmm. and i mean i don't i veer off of that but it's it's been ingrained in me i guess absolutely um as well as the kind of um the style of writing which is sometimes just metaphoric mm-hmm. and like skirting around what the issue actually is and using humor. And I find that naturally I just come out with, um, I just like to see different points of view of something. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's Russian. That that sounds like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know Vladimir Fasatsky, but yeah. I, uh, I used to listen to him all the time when we were kids. Like, mm. get, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I'll get my Hungarian yeah. uncle. and My dad My dad was always like an esoteric dude. He's always like digging for that. That He wanted that deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Know? So I remember when he found, uh, through my uncle, Vladimir Fasatsky, he was just like obsessed with him. Dude so, like, sounded like a cigarette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was just, man, what a, that, that, what a lot of fierce fury behind that voice. Did he understand? Did your uncle or your dad? He, uh yeah my uncle would like translate a little and then uh you know and then my yeah mostly now i just listen to it and just he would just uh feel the emotion you know yeah because it, it's not it's there are these stories yeah and they're about there i think he had he does have a song about elephants actually but they're 
Yeah, they're definitely I, not about what you think they are. I listened to uh, Capricious Horses. That one, I, I, I saw the translation oh, to or whatever, okay. and it's about a man who's about to die on a horse. Mm. Or like, I think his horse has gone crazy, and it's like the last moments of his life. Oh, man, that, that one was good. Yeah, they were intense. Do you have a song to sing and a story to tell? Just send an email to songsfromroompodcast at gmail.com to apply to be a guest on the show. Just give us your name, a little information about yourself, and a track of the song you'd like to sing. Songsfromaroompodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing your song. So you just recently put out an album, right? I uh, did. It's an EP called Yellow and Blue. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's out everywhere now. Spotify, Bandcamp. All the things. Yeah. It's been like a couple years. I mean, it's been... Like, I guess your first EP or your first album, anything, it's, it feels like your whole life in the making yeah. until you actually put it, you know, and release it in, out into the world. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you overthought moments that now looking back on it next time around, you just be like, you'll be able to. Yeah. You can never really overthink like a good team. Yeah. But other parts of it, like, will I be able to afford it? And, oh, yeah. Uh, like, how do I want it to sound? Mm. That kind of thing, I feel like, I mean, you have a general idea, but it, it just happens within the making of it, I think. Just let it come together organically? Yeah, yeah. All the pieces will fall in their place as they may. Um, is that Leonard Cohen? Well, no, that's just, is it? <laughs> that's just a, a proverb. <laughs> yeah, and I was just, you know, I was just thinking out loud. Uh, well, gee, that's great. You said you, so you, picking the team, you felt like you had a good team on this one? Really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really happy. Went with um, Pinch Recording. Pinch Recording. It's a studio in LIC mm-hmm. in Queens. And I um, found these great people to work with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, then, and then I actually understood like what a producer does. Yeah. You know, like they're supposed to just ask you a lot of questions and ask you what you want and frame it in a certain way. And hopefully there's a synergy and Mm -hmm. um, that you kind of understand each other and the the sonic landscape that you're going for. Absolutely, yeah. And learning the process, you know. and You learn how to tell them what you want and how to get where you're looking for out of things. Yeah. All right, well, I guess let's talk about the... uh, the song, do you, do you pick the song you're going to sing yet? Is that your radio face? This is, yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I look professional enough? Yeah. I've like re-established myself. Um, that should be the cover. Yeah. It's just like you trying to do a radio face. With my legs crossed in a chair. <laughs> okay. um, back to me. So, so yeah, back to you. This isn't about me, right? <laughs> That's how I make myself more comfortable, <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> so this is not a song that's on my EP, Oh, cool. But it'll give you a taste of something that I'm working on now and um, that I really um, feel is like a great direction for me and that I care about. And um, so the songs on the EP, I guess, are they're really about me, relationships that I've been through. Um, This one's actually about someone else and kind of um, living, living through their experience and trying to step into their shoes. And um, I did, I studied acting. And so I guess that kind of sometimes comes naturally. Um, and I've always wanted to write something more observational. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have a, a sort of like a method, I guess, method writing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like method acting. Um, yeah. So the experience in the song is, did you, 
was this a song that you wrote like you thought it and you wrote it or like a moment like you yeah said? let me tell you what happened mm -hmm. so um i was on the train uh maybe half a year ago or over the summer and uh there was a guy it was like pre quite pretty empty i think it was the l there was a guy across from me on a bike like around my age and um he just looked really like beat you know like his eyes were bloodshot and mm. i mean i didn't it didn't register to me that he might have been like on drugs or because i just don't think of that like as the first thing oh, so i'm like oh he's probably tired that's <laughs> my first thought always <laughs> yeah um but then so he kind of caught my eye and and we I, he started talking to me and he was like telling me his stories off to he was off to uh, rehab and he was like taking these they were giving him like these dopamine shots so that he would get off of the whatever drugs that he was on and um his like his girlfriend was like left him i mean it, it, yeah it always piles up yeah <laughs> Long yeah list there. and i was just kind of just listening and just walking with him mm -hmm. And I felt at a loss of like what to say, but I felt kind of really moved as well that, that he was opening up to me and we mm -hmm. sort of hugged and I just wanted to like wish him well, you know, and, um, and then, and then he left and, and after his name is Cameron and it just like the song just started coming to me as I was like going home. Oh yeah. So just the whole train ride. Home. Yeah. Cause I was just, I just wrote down literally like everything that he said. And somehow it fit into this song. Wow. Yeah. And so I hope that it could reach him wherever he is yeah. and just... If you're listening, Cameron. Yeah. This is for you. Should I take it away? Yes. Live from her own apartment. This is Tatiana Kalko with Cameron. <laughs> I'm a junkie 
Ah, look me up, send me a postcard. I'm in Southampton, Montauk, Cameron. Bloodshot eyes as the sweat drips down your back All on the A-track That was a success, man. You, you, I like that you have like, it was like two different voices, right? You you're, mean like a narrator? The narrative, voices. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see, and I can see that Russian storytelling you're talking about. Yeah, I like to write from the, their, you know, from the point of view. Yeah. Just embody it, I think. That was yeah, excellent. Yeah, I was going to ask if, he, if it sounded Russian. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it does. <laughs> All right, thanks for being on the podcast, Tatiana. Thanks, Bob. That's All right, great. and thank you for here. listening. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's great to be in your lovely Russian apartment. <laughs> uh, th- keep, uh, well, I guess I'll see you guys later. Uh, and this is my official goodbye. <laughs> you need a sign out. Yeah, this is Bob Paulo signing out. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening. This was Songs from a Room. Thank you to Ben Shapiro for providing all the theme music. Any inquiries, just email us at songsfromaroompodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned, dialed up, and downloaded for the next episode. Bye.